When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, Luce Cannon, along with the blindfolded Baco. How are you, sir? I am well, Luce, um, but I'm missing a cigarette to go along with this blindfold. So you can get shot, shot yeah. full of rock? That's what I'm looking forward to, I guess. Oh, yeah. So why are you blindfolded? What's the, what's the show theme today? I'm blindfolded today because... Uh, it's, it's a metaphor for me having no idea what's going on. I'm in the dark. I have no idea what the, the today's show theme is, which is, seem to be what you kind of, the way you're heading the last couple episodes. So what do we got, Luce? <laughs> well, I have an episode that I've, I've had, I actually wrote down and put a track list together way, way, way back, back, back in the day. Back, 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 back. Even before you were, we were part of the mix, those first two, those, those first two stumbling episodes, this is one of my... One of my ideas. And, cool. Uh, yeah, so it's a real basic idea after the complete emotional dump of chaos from Uber Rock from the last episode. Mm, yes. Yes? Yes. But before we get to the theme for today, I want to give an update on both our GoFundMe campaign, which helps our uh, cover the cost of our SoundCloud ho- hosting annual cost, as well as also give an update on the Rock and Pods Expo. Mm-hmm. So... Let's summarize kind of the the reward levels of donations. 
Yes, I'm, I, I got this, man. Okay, go. Well, you 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 have to yeah set me up there. What do I? What are the levels, <laughs> Goose? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just All called right. you Goose. I love that. We're leaving that in. Goose, what are the levels, Goose? Goose, Goose Cannon. Goose. All right. Here we Goose go. Cannon. Five bucks. What do they get? A hand job. <laughs> and a jerk sock. <laughs> no, they got to go higher for a jerk sock. <laughs> oh, okay. So there's, I don't there's know. Less... For five bucks, you get a sticker, a Cobras and Fire sticker. Uh, we have three to choose from, by the way. And you can find them uh, featured on our Facebook page. Uh, it's facebook.com slash Cobras Fire. I got that right, Co- correct? Cobra, Cobras and Fire. Cobras and Fire. <laughs> but, yeah, but by the way, they look great. we got photos of them in different areas. You're going to see pictures of them on bathroom walls, which you can mm-hmm. put them there. We have uh, pictures next to jerk socks in the back seat. And uh, it, three great designs. They'll so, stick to anything you've ever stuck a sticker to and it's stuck. <laughs> That's a lot of stickiness. Yeah. So anyway, you get that. You get, a, you get a, your choice of a sticker and, of course, a, a song request on the podcast. And, yes. uh, of course, Good Karma and a shout-out. What's next, Luce? Ten bucks. What do you get? For ten bucks, you get all three stickers. Um, you, if you really want, you can choose three of. You can cho- choose whatever combination you want. But uh, th- again, you get all of them. You get what? I think it's two songs, correct? Two songs. That's right. Fifteen two bucks songs they get. requested, and basically whatever. Well, I'm sorry, I cut you off there. So for fifteen, is that what you just asked me? That's correct. Continue. For fifteen, I'm going to send you an MP3 copy of my band Jesus Christ was an album. Make Bold Statements, which came out uh, late 2012. It's really, really freaking good. Um, If you like rock music, you will enjoy it. And especially if you you like certain homages of appreciation towards the influence Satan has had. Uh, (laughs) But beyond that, you get everything else we talked about. The whole sticker package, the two songs, and uh, a shout out on the show. And lastly, for $20... 20 bucks. Well, like I said, I have a band, Jesus Christ. You get every album we've ever released in MP3 form sent to you. You get all the stickers. You get all the, the, the two song requests and the, the karma, the love, and everything else. Did I get it right? You got it right. You forgot the two jerk socks. And the two, two jerk socks used one by loose, one by mean. Okay, no, they're clean. Sorry. <laughs> God. All right. I don't know if we can fit that. I don't know if we can fit that in an envelope. I thought, I thought we're only rated for a, a regular stamp. US, be a padded US envelope. Boom. All right. So that's the deal. And also, we have uh, want to give thanks to Julie who donated twenty dollars mm-hmm. um, just yesterday, and uh, we really appreciate it. Again, we're not looking to make money; just cover our costs a little bit. Uh, we we spent four fifty so far bringing this this gold sure. to the world. Yeah, and we're just looking to get like I, like you've been saying left and right. We're just looking to cover basically the annual fees to do this. We're in, you, share what you can, even if it's a. I mean, is there op, is there an option to throw a buck in loose? I haven't really looked at it too much. Yeah, you can you can donate whatever. Yeah, we whatever you want. I mean, it, even but if you can't, don't worry about it. We'll still be here for you. Uh, just keep coming back and comment and leave stuff. And then uh, regarding the the Rock and Pods Expo, Julie also chipped in on that. Uh, but let's get the latest update. Uh, as everybody knows from our last episode, I will be at the Rock and Pod Expo in Nashville, Tennessee, on August twenty sixth. And last we checked, you were at seventy five percent. Can you give us an update on where uh, a percentage update on Loose Cannon sitting side by side with Baco at the Cobras and Fire table? 
83%, people. That is, hold on, 8% more. <laughs> Told you you're good at math. Mm, That's sweet. right. So we're getting there. So you want to... Um, anyway, you, you can find all the information about the Rockin' Pods on our Facebook page or the Despo Geek page. Or just look up Rockin' Pods Nashville in your Google machine. You'll find it. So all That's sorts right. of cool stuff. So our, our GoFundMe is on their Facebook as well. And it's just, it's just uh, GoFundMe.com slash Cobra's Fire. Excellent. Cool. All right. So you want to get down to this? Yeah. What, what, what are we doing today, man? I'm, I've <sighs> only had two sips of my beer. We are doing, as you might have guessed from both the title of the episode and the intro song. By the way, that intro song is by Charm City Devils. And the name of it is Hell Yeah, parentheses. You know, I love the punctuation. True <laughs> love. So the episode, which I'm sure this can be very easy for you. That's why I was saying I want to keep it a surprise because you're going to, I guarantee, just, just Not if it features some, a lot of Charm City Devils. <laughs> no, it's not. But it is. But it goes to the theme. These are songs because I figured it was perfect. We're recording this the day before Easter. Hmm. Um, and, and I figured we would do a, an episode that focuses on hell. What do you say? <laughs> it ain't a bad place to be. That's right. And, and so these are all songs that have hell in the title. They might be about the uh, the Dark Lord or they might just be like the Charm City Devils intro that says, hell yeah, you know, put your fists in the air. Throw up, throw up the horns and rock out. That's the theme, and I know, I know, you'll be able to to pull some songs out of your uh, your bag of tricks. You ready? I guess let's do this. Okay. Man. Well, quickly, we're gonna uh, recap the concert I saw last night because it goes. Oh goes yeah, with our first and song. then uh, this, with this, you haven't seen Triple R in a while, right? And that's just, at least you know he had that little health scare on the Monsters of Rock cruise. Yes. He had, Don't so, go on rock cruises, people. Don't go. <laughs> Rockin' Ron Runyon, the administrator, the uh, videographer of our, of, not our, but Decibel Geek's YouTube page. And yeah. he was in full effect at, at the Texas Hippie Coalition concert. At Good to hear. One of, one of my favorite venues now. Definitely. And oh well oh I sorry I thought you were gonna say bands. I, I apologize. You turned me on to THC a little bit. I mean I'd heard of them but never really bothered to check them out until you came along. But let's get back to what you're saying about uh what's it called? The Buffalo Rose? Yeah Buffalo Rose, which is in Golden, Colorado and it's an institution. It's been there forever. <laughs> and and uh it's actually a really cool setup. They got a balcony, they have a pretty big um cool. Pretty big setup, and, and they also have a full bar, like an actual restaurant to the the side of it, too, that's connected onto it. So it is, it, is, it is a pretty cool venue. It definitely hasn't been updated for eternity, but I think that's part of its charm. And, uh, yeah, going to your, your THC comment, I read s- this somewhere. I don't know if it's officially from them, but it was a perfect description for those that aren't familiar. And that is the THC is if ZZ Top was a baby and it was raised by Pantera. Mm, nice. 
<laughs> That's a perfect description to them. I mean, uh, I do have to say that that after the concert, it was. Have uh, you ever had sex with uh, ZZ Top? I have not, but but I will say I that did, I woke but up, there was no way I was giving our baby to Pantera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Anselmo is is the father. What do you think? Uh, uh, the the <laughs> who's one of the other guys in that? I'm just trying to imagine like Dimebag, uh, um, Rex, and uh, um, uh, Vinny. Yeah, but but imagine like a <laughs> a sitcom with with them as the parents. <laughs> four men and a baby. Yeah, four men and a ZZ four men top and baby. a four, four men and a ZZ top baby and a touring bus. Well, there's a long beard and it keeps just twirling a guitar in a circle. Oh man. Anyway, all right, I we'll move on from that. that. But getting back to the concert, you know, uh, Rock and Run Running was there. Selfie stick in hand, and he, <laughs> he's he, gonna love that. Yeah, and he yeah. was he was videotaping the whole thing, and he, and, and he is he's very dedicated to his craft. And myself, the the interesting thing about Buffalo Rose is I get there, and and you know I get get in the press pass, and they just say, they go, hey, what's the rules? First three songs, and they go, hey, bro, well here's the deal. And this is a bro. Uh, it was a whole bro down the 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 whole entrance, and bro. they just told me, hey. I go, what's the rules? They just say, the only rules we have is don't get on the stage. And I I'm told like, you. What? I told you they probably don't have any. You probably don't need a photo pass at all. Yeah, there's no photo pit at all. That's there's, what I'm getting at. It's like those places. I mean, we have places like that here, too. And like uh, the smaller they are, there's typically no restrictions. There's also no photo pit. And if it's a really, I, I assume it was difficult to take pictures of them up close because. Oh my God. I, I don't even think if I have. There's I don't no think place I have, to go. Right. I, don't, I, I hardly have any usable pictures. There is a, there is a setting problem with my camera to begin with. It was driving me nuts. But then the thing is, is that <clears throat> the place was packed to the gills. I was so happy to see that. And it was like kind of a, a mix of um, like uh, almost like a, it turned into kind of like a biker bar. And it, and it went to my whole point of of rock concerts is there was no bullshit. Everybody was respectful. Place was packed in. My God, I mean they just they put on a hell of a show. And you know, Big Dad Rich is a massive personality, and he he talked. He's almost <laughs> he's like the amazing. Texas. Yeah, he's like the Texas Paul Stanley. He talked a little bit too much in between the the songs sometimes, but it was funny because there wasn't a single um, little speech he gave or intro to a song that didn't include him. Um, claiming to smoke more weed than Willie Nelson and more whiskey than than uh, Waylon Jennings or whatever. It was just continuous. It's like he is a th- definitely a three dimensional man in in physical stature, but he's one dimensional. <laughs> his, his whole his whole uh, wow. talks. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, I love the guy, man. I mean, they played a shit. They played close to like twenty songs too. Just killed it. They were up there. Just oh, you saw a longer um, show than I did. Yeah, they played a long time, and it was Motorhead loud at one point. I had to like move back. I was physically being assaulted by the the volume in that place. But great show, and that, that and I'll just stop stop talking here and get into the first first song, which actually doesn't have Hell in the title, but it definitely has to do with Hell, and that is the track that absolutely just killed last night, and that is Angel Fall. Typical. We have a theme, and the first thing we do is not follow it. It is a theme, though, because it has to do with hell.
here's the next next one we're going to go into, and I can't believe we've never played anything by this band. But uh, do you like? Not a huge fan, but do you like accept any of their material? Oh, absolutely. Which do you like any of their new stuff? Um, it's okay. It's not bad. You talking with Mark Torino? Um, yeah, that's, from, uh, that's actually Quick. was my that actually was besides balls to the wall. That was actually my introduction, and then I started going back in their catalog a couple years ago. Well, I also like the record with uh, the the Minnesota guy here. Um, what's that called? Eat the Heat. Uh, it's got a song in there called Stand for What You Are that I dig a lot. But that, that record's okay. It's not classic except at all, that's for sure. But yeah. uh, Torino uh, is a really good replacement for Udo since they can't seem to get along. Uh, but God, I, I have the second one. What's it? Oh, uh, shit. Blood or Blood of Nation. Blood of the Nations. Blood of Nations. Is the first There's one. one right after that. I bought that one, not Blood of the Nations. You bought Stalingrad. Stalingrad. Thank you. I knew it was like some fucking Russian name. There's Thanks, that, Trump. and there's um, oh, I can't, Stamp, Stampede, or I can't remember the, the most recent one. Um, Wait, they have bowl, one after bowl. Stalingrad. Yeah, they just they pumped out three within like three years or two and a half years, and there is a declining scale of quality between those three, but the Blood of Nations is my favorite. Stalingrad's still good, and actually the track I'm going to play is off that album. You might be able to guess it if you haven't heard it, but if you haven't, okay. But yeah, I I like that, and um, they have a new live album out as well, which is is solid. It's actually, I think it's mixed by the same one that's done all their albums, who's worked with Megadeth. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he's worked with tons of artists. Oh, yeah, it's uh, Andy Sneap. Yes, excellent. Everything he touches. Boom! The, Ten points. Yeah, that was that, that was nice job. Yeah, so that live album's great because it's pretty much like a greatest hits collection, and he he does justice to the old accept songs too. What, what's kind of like? I mean, what's what's your key album? If you were going to recommend an, an album well, for the old school for somebody to check out, which I'm probably not one? the best guy to do this, but my favorite record by them would be Metal Heart. Yeah. Um, my favorite song is off of Restless and Wild, the opening track, uh, Fast as a Shark. Fast as a Shark, one of the, yeah. uh, I guess, and first of course, Balls in. to the Wall. You, I mean, that's probably their quintessential album, I suppose, but I'm not the world's biggest except fan, but. They had some weird, uh, <laughs> like, bondage type, <laughs> what was their thing? Like, I mean, it was it was a bizarre Ooh, band. I mean, there's a reason they didn't break through the mainstream. I mean, first off, the guy looks like he's from Lord of the Rings. Uh, no, they're super underrated. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, by the way, let's add them to my personal list of bands perfectly rated. It, right. They are remembered and rated and ranked and thought of exactly where they should be. And I'm always amazed that Blabbermouth, uh, anytime Udo, <laughs> I think, orders a Udo. sandwich... They uh they they mentioned yeah, some, some yeah. thought he had. He's constantly on, on there, and uh, hey, I got rock yeah. blocked on uh, on the Udo show here uh, by our Canadian brother Rich. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, that week was already coming. If I was honestly, it was the best thing. He's clearly a bigger fan, and and he's going to cover the show better than I would. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever go to that. But this the song I'm going to feature <laughs> is is called. I mean, boy, what Udo. It'd be a great ego boost, Luce. <laughs> I bet everybody in the audience is like little Udo Juniors. <laughs> no, they're not great? little. Uh, yeah, uh, but they're little in stature, and like five uh, one. I mean, how tall is that guy? I, I think that that, that I don't uh, think his fans <laughs> necessarily assimilate his height. 
I, I think that, that Udo is one of the only uh, people that's ever actually had to look up at Ronnie James Dio. What do you say? Oh, yeah, that's that's fabulous.
All right, next up, I am going to play a song, just a snippet of the song of one of the one of the, I, this song actually scared me as a I think an eight year old when it came out. I was going to guess eight. A, say it again. I was going to guess eight. <laughs> That's eight or nine, something like that. I think this came out in '82. This album. But did you ever own anything by the uh, one of the most influential rockers of all time, Weird Al Yankovic? <laughs> I love Weird Al. I've never purchased any Weird Al. The only one I ever purchased was it was just called Weird Al Yankovic in 3D. I was going to say, that, yeah, all right. that's the one. Okay. Doesn't it have like a like a it, like a surgeon on there? It's got that. I believe it's got. Yeah, uh, this is I lost 83. An, um, lost. I lost on. Jeopardy, and also, of course, Eat It is on there. One of the worst songs of all time. <laughs> but, but we've got, there's one track that's the last track on the album. You do know called, it's uh, meant to be a parody. I know, but it's not that. Anyway, he's even said that it was very uncreative, but it made okay. a lot of money. What do you got here? So, yeah, and I actually saw Weird Al live with the uh, the child last uh, summer. Yeah, Puts on a great show. This is his first concert. He's a big fan of uh, Word Crimes. Off the did last you guys take Uber? Album. <laughs> we did not. I actually wasn't a, a, a user or a uh, uh, an actual uh, <laughs> participant in the the Uber. Looking up Billy Hardaway. Yeah, and yeah, he puts on a whole show. Outfit changes. Every everything. Big big video screens behind. But anyway, so this song is the last song on that al- album called "Nature Trail to Hell," and it's talking about a basically a horror movie. And again, as a child, this frightened me. Scary intro music talking about beheadings, uh, Friday the Thirteenth type imagery. So you want you want to check this out? What terrorized a, a yeah, young Yeah, I gotta see how a weird Al song could could scare anybody. Let's, <laughs> let's hear it. Let's go, pussy. So what'd you think? Was that pretty scary? I, honest to God, I I thought I was the biggest freaking pussy as a kid. <laughs> that scared you? <laughs> I mean, uh, were you afraid of what other what other stuff were you afraid of? Like gumballs? <laughs> or I mean, <laughs> oh my lord! No, that didn't scare me at all. There's no way that would have scared me at eight, and I was a little bitch at eight. You can ask my sister. I think part of it was the fact that it actually had hell in the title. Like it was like I can't believe my parents lived. Well, we do album. differ there. I will tell you this, true story. In second grade, uh we had like a band, 
come into our music class to play songs, and they were doing like Yankee Doodle and you know like children's songs. And they asked if anybody had requests, and I kid you not, I requested "Hotter Than Hell," and it <laughs> ties in with our theme. And I spent the rest of the uh, class out in the hallway. Amazing, yeah. That, that's eight the, years uh... old, by the way. I was still <laughs> awesome and a little bitch. It is funny that 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 song, you know, you have the imagery on that album and everything like that on the front, and all it is is about some chick that Paul wants to bang. But the, the yeah. title just sounds like it's going to be evil. I know it's amazing, especially when you're young. Yeah. Which is a nice segue, by the way. It's my pick, correct? Absolutely. All right. Um, in the research I've done since you played that weird Al Yankovic song, uh, did you know how many Kiss songs have the word hell in it? I mean, well, hell or hallelujah, I know that all hell's breaking loose, rock, uh, rock and roll hell, rock and roll hell, hotter than hell. We just talked on. I mean, they actually, uh, they actually hell or, high, into hell the, or high water. You've hell got, or high I, water. I just think it's funny that on Crazy Nights that they had at least three songs that had the word night. Mm. It was, it was crazy. crazy. It was. I, I think that's crazy night. that you think that. <laughs> But yeah, if you took that, if you actually think about how many of their songs have love in the title, I even thought as like a 12 year old, I'm like, my God, half the songs in this album have love in the title. <laughs> it's amazing. But uh, yeah, all those creative lyricists. So which, which hell song are we actually playing? Are we playing Harder Than Hell or are we playing, what are you playing? I'm going to play a song that Eric Carr played a role in writing. Let's just play it. Uh, I would, which I would like to consider the first rap metal song of all time. You know I don't consider talking it that. About? I don't, I, of course I do. Yeah, it's first rap metal, man. <laughs> okay. Just because he's talking? Yeah. What is rap? Rap ain't singing. It's Now, talking. is that because he goes, what be this and what be that? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. that's a, You're just making my point for me, man. Anyway, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, friends and family, listeners of Cobras and Fire, of course, we're going to play a little. You know, we really don't play that much Kiss. You know, no, we don't. And I think that that uh, all listeners, before they <laughs> listen to the song, they have to go grab a massive turkey leg. Oh uh, yeah, and start and kind and of start bob your head it. too. And bob your head, just like in the video when Gene gets a gets a bit of a hunger, gets the hunger pangs. It, it, isn't one of them like eating something that's kind of like white and flaky? You don't even know what it is. Like it looks like almost like it might be mashed potatoes. But it might be like someone's cud, and it just kind of like drips off the side of Paul's mouth or something. I don't know. I think they basically went to the, an industrial park in Detroit and just just <laughs> filmed fil- filmed two videos in the same day. I mean, both of those videos are ridiculous. Yeah. I do like the all. If I have to pick, I like the All Hell Is Breaking Loose video by far over the uh, Look It Up video. Yeah, uh, I never saw it on MTV. I, I didn't see it for probably a decade. I saw it on um, Exposed. Was the first time I saw it. Oh, that would that would be it for me too. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, leave it in. here's Kiss. All hell's breaking loose. Cannon.
down the street minding my own business. Now he looks me up and he looks me down and he says, hey man, what be this and what be that? And why you gotta look like that? Well, I just looked at him, I kind of laughed. I said, hey man, I am cool. I am the breeze. a punctuation mark in their name which i love um and that is therapy or therapy oh yeah with um uh well they do a, they, have a, they have a song called therapy with that ozzy sings on not on this album i have no with idea mike muir about. from suicidal tendencies well i have to say that just like you know we're the opposite of decibel geeks so we don't have the whole wikipedia you know, breakdown of every person that's in the band and the history and how many albums they put out. We do no research. So I don't know. Maybe this is the band. No, it's not. I got it wrong. Sorry, I'm looking it up right now. 
Carry on. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so that was called <laughs> Infectious Grooves, and the song was called Therapy. Wow. All right. I do remember the name of that band, though. But yeah. Okay. Once so, again, we need Billy Hardaway. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This band's been around. I do know this band's been around for. Well, they keep putting out music, but each album sounds different than what I'm going to play. So they're all over the place. But uh, yeah, from what I understand, they're kind of like a crossover thrash, punk rock, grunge, heavy metal, industrial metal, noise rock band. Is that what it says on Wikipedia? No, I I mean, that's just my recollection. It just rolled (laughs) off the tongue. You know, I mean, they have a Northern Ireland feel to them, too. (laughs) What's the first album that they put out while you're there? Uh, while I'm where? <laughs> while while you're there? Oh, uh, uh, baby teeth, I believe, 1991. No, if I that. if I'm right, I think I saw an album by them called Baby Teeth at uh, Face the Music in Rochester in 1991. It would have been my second year in college. And what album came out after that one? Well, that would have been early in my sophomore or junior or third year. It would have been uh, something called Pleasure Teeth, I believe. <laughs> There's no albums called this. None of those are named. I don't think any of those those albums are are, are called that. What's the album after you, that? Then? Well, I know I I personally <laughs> like Nurse, um, but I something tells me you're looking for Trouble Gum. That's correct. Trouble Gum is the is the album. Those are some ridiculous sleep. <laughs> I thought you were making those up. Are those all real? Based on my memory of uh, you know hanging out at record stores in the early '90s and looking up exactly the band I described that I now can't. All right, so this this album cover has a guy basically pu- puking in a trash can, and it's called the album is called Stereo Gum, as as Baco has recollected, and and the song is called Hell Belly. Now, what do you think could give you a hell belly? Oh, a good pot of Hormel chili with no beans. <laughs>
Well, Luce, uh, thanks to the hellbelly you just gave me, I look forward to the fire hole that comes with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's move on from your burning asshole imagery and uh, what you got. Uh, I'm going to keep mine short and sweet. Uh, we have, you know, our, our favorite former meat thrower, Blackie Lawless and Wasp, had a album called Hell Dorado in the early uh, 2000s, which... Uh, featured him bringing back Chris Holmes into the fold. Uh, he might have been on the record before that, but uh, how many uh, albums was he out? Oh God, don't I have a no few? idea. A few, a, a bunch, like a decade. Okay, okay. you know, a, wow, a while okay. that it was. If you're a Wasp fan, it was notable. Let's let's make it that. Um, but there's a song in there which does not have the word hell on it, but it talks about uh, hellfire. I guess maybe. Can I just go that direction? It's called High yeah, yeah, on, yeah. It's high high on I mean, the I got, Flames. I put, uh, I put Angel Fall out there. That's not in the title, but it's about it. So Okay, so my pick's going to be Wasp off the Helderado record, High on the Flames.
All right, so my next pick is going to be a song in an album that was my gateway drug into hard rock, which is not mm. hard well, can rock. I, can but, I guess? Yeah, go ahead. Madonna, True Blue. <laughs> no. Is that the one with Papa Don't Preach? I don't know. Um, yeah. Because that, that, that guy has a guitar in it, I think. But no, maybe. that wasn't it. Okay, Wham! The Final? <laughs> no. No, that's, that's not it. Is that the one that has... Uh, uh, I want your sex. No, that was after Wham. Um, that he went Wham. Okay, well, can I get one more guess? I'm yeah, pretty ahead. sure. I, I, I mean, you, you've. I went from one spectrum to the other. Now I'm coming back to the middle, and I think I got it. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. Glass Tiger. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Okay, I guess I'm wrong. Cowboy Junkies. <laughs> Were they out then? Yeah, you're random. No, uh, you're, you're <laughs> hard yeah. rock, baby. If we if we were on the uh, if we were on the newlywed game is a is a gay couple, we would uh, we would fail miserably <laughs> at this. Uh, we'd be the. You don't to... know me, Paco. You don't know anything. You never listen. We'd be headed for divorce court right after. That's right. That's right. Uh, it's probably because your fire hole that I don't mm-hmm. enjoy. Yes. Yes. Dear God. <laughs> so what's the record wow. in 86 that we're talking about, Luz? Yeah, so <clears throat> moving on from uh, uh, gay imagery, a lot of imagery in this episode. And we'll move on to double cassette jam box. And, and one side was License to Ill. And the other side was Raising Hell by Run DMC. Did you own either of those? Yeah, I, I own License to Ill. Yo, license to Okay. So, <clears throat> yeah, because back even before that, the song King of Rock, all these songs had guitar into it. I didn't understand that that's why I liked these songs the most, like on them. And and that kind of led to next year buying Girls, 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 uh, unfortunately, Crazy Nights, hmm. um, and uh, Hysteria, and all that was the, the 87 at 13 was my pretty much buy in for the rest of my life for this type of music. Okay. Got it. Yeah, and then and, tied into two rap bands. Yeah. Two yeah, of the most rock and rap bands, by the way. That's what I'm saying. Like it was it was based on that. And that's where Raising Hell is Rick Rubens on guitar. Um, you know, he's probably laying on his on his back with his full beard, not doing anything else, and uh getting paid millions of dollars per, <laughs> per album later. Now, this I mean, is at least talk five about a guy. to eight years before he got into that guy. Yeah, yeah, but <clears throat> that was kind of after that too. That anything that Rick Rubin touched, I at least was interested in. Well, because he was like, he in the beginning, it was. I mean, he produced Slayer albums too, you know. Mm-hmm. Of course, and, I know. Yeah, okay. um, yeah. He's he all actually over the place. does have a Tom bit of Petty. a Midas touch as far as like what is cool or what like someone like Johnny Cash Cash could do that would relate to young people that would be cool. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I mean, I'm telling you that his Midas touch doesn't exist anymore. But back in the day, I mean, he, uh, I believe he was involved with Black Crows, too. I might be wrong on that one. Yeah, he came in and uh, threw his name on the label after the record came out. He, <laughs> he was an executive producer. Meaning, on that one? Yeah, yeah okay. he was. Uh, it was his label. The early edition doesn't have his name on it. And then when it kind of took off, he threw his name on it. So Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, but that was, you know, that was around the same time, and the, he was definitely involved in that. He was definitely involved in that one, because mm-hmm. I saw. But, but yeah, so Rick Rubin produced both those albums, both uh, Run DMC and License to Ill. This song, definitely good riff to it. 
And again, gateway drug into rock, and that is the title track, Raisin Hell. Contempt. 
I'm a bit of a fan of Run DMC. Like I've never really been a purchaser of their music, but both um, uh, Rev Run and uh, Daryl, whatever DMC, we'll just call them. Uh, they both have a nice rapping attack. It's them and uh, shit, Chuck D from Public Enemy. As far as rappers, th- the way they attack it uh, does are, are probably if if I was to pick my favorite rappers, it would be those guys. So. It's also the uniqueness of their vo- voice. Like DMC is very unique, and uh, and same with Chuck D. And it's so weird. With There's the, so staccato with DMC. too. I know. I know that seems stupid when we're talking about rap, but there is a bit of more of a of a hard edge to the way they say almost any word. And you know, DMC turned into some wacky wannabe rock guy. Now, are you aware of that? I didn't know that, but I did know Rev. Went Christian, but then released like a Run DMC style song. I can't remember what it's called. Got my mind on my money and my money in my mind, something like that. And he actually looped uh, the guitar riff for God of the Thunder on a solo song. Anyway, yeah, we want to keep it a little, uh, <clears throat> jump around a little bit. Definitely got some great reception on the country slash Southern rock episode. Yeah, so. that was fun, by the way. Um, and your boy Rob got uh, some feedback, said he uh, enjoyed my picks and hated all yours, by the way. <laughs> he didn't say that. No, he did not say that. <laughs> he did say remember, because I forgot about that whole time in the 90s where the whole line dancing bars I would get dragged to. I don't know if you ever were. That yeah, they like, didn't really exist uh, in Minnesota. That's good. I remember line were, dancing like being a, a thing, but yeah. So I would I would be dragged into him, and and he's like, I remember hearing all these songs back in the uh, in that time. And the only positive thing about that was that uh, <clears throat> I do have to say that the the ladies uh, all dressed up in the the country gear are, oh, yeah. uh, can a lot of times be uh, quite appealing. So that was the only thing that would be the saving grace of being at those places. But I hated like ninety nine percent of the music there. But Women anyway, in general, so, can get me to do something I don't want to do. <laughs> including my wife, yeah. much to her oh, chagrin. Of course. I mean, just like I say, they, when, when they're gone, they text you with the chores that, that you need to be getting done. <laughs> but I do remember back in that day, to me, it was more dance clubs that I would go to. I mean, I couldn't stand that music. But oh, those are the, the worst. The propensity to worst. get laid. Yeah, the country music was better, but. Oh, so what you got? You got another one in, on your list? I, I, I You were just scribbling. Uh, oh, man, I was like just nonstop. Well, uh, I'm going to pick a song from one of my, uh, I don't know, probably at least definitely a top 10 artist of, uh, of, of mine. And that is uh, Glenn Danzig. You might know him from the band The Misfits <laughs> or Danzig. This is coming from his <laughs> band, Danzig. <laughs> yeah, see what I did there? Now, how many songs by Danzig have the name Hell in it? Not many? Actually, less than Kiss. 
Oh, okay. Based on my quick uh, um, self-brain search I did while we were uh, putting this together in the last whatever hour here. But yeah, he has a song called Long Way Back From Hell. I'm going to play that. Do you want to hear it? I do.
You ever own anything by the uh, the uh, terribly named band Hell Yeah? Oh, of course. <laughs> I mean, you gotta we gotta feature some off some off them since it's the name of the episode. I uh, guess. But, and it is funny how many songs have the word hell in it in <laughs> their catalog as well. But which 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 one do you own? This is off, I believe, Stampede. Oh no, I have the first one. I don't know. I don't remember what it is. Is that called. any good? The first one because I, I the no, Stampede I, that's is why I only own that one. Okay, and who who from Pantera is in it besides uh, just Vinnie Paul. Paul? Yeah, just Vinnie Paul. That's it. I, I, the only song they have that I like is uh, "Alcohol and Ass." Yes, that's that's my, one of my buddy's uh, favorite songs um, by them, or one of the only songs by them. But my pick is going to be the classic "Hell of a Time." Rich, I got my eye on the prize. Gotta get- 
Hey, Baco, I want to touch on a few things real quick before we get into the next song. Yeah, okay. You know, we've got 75 episodes almost, possibly by the time this one comes out. I'm not good at math. But the, <laughs> you know, have you ever thought that maybe picking the name Cobras and Fire wasn't the, the best idea? No. You've never thought that? Actually, I thought it when you first mentioned it to me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, the idea was it's supposed to be like Steel Panther or Wild Stallions. Just yeah, a yeah. Name. You know, it's got, the, it's got the Cobras. It's got the Fire, the Pyro. It's got the N or And or whatever. <laughs> whatever. We don't even know. Sometimes yeah. it's N. Sometimes it's And, right? Yeah, but I want to be Fire. I'm tired of being Cobras. You're Cobras now. I'm Fire. That's good. <laughs> so we've got. That's all that matters. That's, that's fine. Where are you going that's with fine. this, man? Well, I'm just saying, but maybe we're gonna, maybe we should pick another name for the, the show. And I've got, I've got a couple that I thought about over the over the weekend, and maybe you have some too. And I just want you to kind of give me some response backs on uh, uh, back on these. Well, I cool? have one. Can I say it first? Please go ahead, Mister T Baggins. <laughs> it's not bad. I've got okay, I've got another one that has bad. the whole it's horrible. the whole. No, it's not bad at all. Okay, it's, it's what do you definitely got? a contender. Um, well, first I have kind of the same thing as if, of and or an N in between them. Um, hmm. This is my first one I'm going to throw out there and just give me an up or down. You ready? Yep. Taints and chodes. Ooh. Just think about, about it. You don't have to give me an answer yet. Taints. Say it again. Chodes and taints. Oh, so you want alphabetical order. That's fine. That's fine. How about hookers and blow? Yeah. Jerk socks. Yes. Squish mittens. I love that one. Squish mitten is the new name. How about sink the sub? <laughs> no. Meat hammers. Too gay. Crimson rags. Too red. <laughs> That's all I got for now. All right. So we'll, we'll put them in there for, for a little bit. We'll, but we'll consider it. We'll little consider it. Uh, we'll blend them and come up with uh, Mr. Tea jerk baggins, sock man, mitten socks. I, so you think squish mittens is the best one? Squish mitten socks. <laughs> All right, man. I got one for you. You you know how much I love the band Love Hate, correct? Yeah, you introduced me to them. Actually, mm-hmm. never heard their stuff. And uh, both albums were the second album was decent. The first one was great. Yeah, and this is off the first record, Blackout in the Red Room. It's the last song in the record. It's called Hell, California. She's a lovely big packer with a skull tattoo wrapped in mean black Holly carries buck knife to Outlaw Sheila in a leather vest that says she's worth I know she's best Got love in the
Nice. I do like that one a lot. I remember that as, as the outro track. Population. What's some four. other good ones? What's your what's your another uh, top picks on there for those that want to check it out? Because almost that's got, that entire uh, record. Um, God, uh, I, I think the weakest song on there is a single. Uh, uh, why do you think they call it dope? I'd have to see it in front of me to get the the song titles off the top of my head, but. Yeah, and you talk about you know bad names for a show. Well, that's bad a names fucking for bands. shit name, isn't it? It's like well, confusing and. It, yeah, yeah, but we're talking about on top of that having a singer named Jizzy Pearl. You know, that's a good name. Basically, Come Come is his name. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it, it's an awful, awful name. I mean, come on. I know you like him as a singer, but good lord, uh, Jizzy no, Pearl. Don't get me wrong. It's like you, you really you, you you have to wonder what he was like. He, he he wasn't looking at the long long picture there. I mean, even even if you were to pick that as a porn name, I think a director would just be. You need to ease back on that name. That's a little. That's a little explicit there. My Maybe friend. Jizzy Johnson. <laughs> Something <laughs> like that. That's not bad. Hey, so let's go to the the next for me too, and I am going to pick. Man, I'm going to actually give you a few choices here, and you pick. What do you say? Let's do it. Okay. We've got uh, Born to Raise Hell, Motorhead. And we have The Hell Song by Sum 41. And we have Blessed Hell Ride by Black Label Society. Born to Raise Hell.
Why don't you tell the the world what you've just started, though? Cobras and Fire has their own YouTube page. Um, we'll put a link on the Facebook page. I believe it's just YouTube slash Cobras and Fire, but I just literally started getting into this, so I don't want to get too carried away. But yeah, you'll find all the information. We'll be sharing it. If you Google it, it'll come up, and it's going to have snippets of the show, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I think I, I might repost this this classic video I made years ago called. Uh, uh, Vince Neil, the apologize video. Oh, perfect. He, apo- he apologizes for, for years it. of his entire life. He goes through all every <laughs> single every single thing, apologizing for being on Dancing with the Stars and, and clips from that. It's really well done. It's put together by a buddy of mine. Uh, his name was called, uh, when he wrote for this website, called Captain Boondoggle. An excellent, excellent pseudonym. And I, maybe we'll put Vince Neil's rock vocal power on there too. That sounds like a good idea. It's gonna have it's it, it's gonna be just like the podcast. It's only gonna feature gold. Rock vocal power. Hi, I'm Vince Neil of Motley Crue, one of the greatest singers of all time. My rock vocal power program includes the art of singing every fifth word. Plus, if you run out of breath, just point the mic stand at the audience and they'll sing it for you. Rock vocal power. In addition, I'll teach you how to destroy our national anthem and disgrace our country at the same time. Rock vocal power. This is all done by a strict regimen of eating cheeseburgers at midnight, drinking heavily, DUIs, and manslaughter. Rock vocal power. Just apply at vincevocalpower.com today. Rock vocal power. I think we should just play us out. What do you say? Yeah, close us out, Loose Man. What the hell do you have in mind for this hellish episode? Well, we never really play instrumentals in the show, and that is because it is very rare when it's because they suck. For the most part, there's a few there's a few exceptions, and this is definitely one of them. And it's off my favorite Megadeth album, and that is the intro to "So Far, So Good, So What." Into the Lungs of Hell, one of the greatest instrumentals in rock history by Megadeth.
Well, that brings us to the end of the hell episode, people. Oh, and yeah! Re- and remember, Rock's not dead. It's hiding. And you found it. Happy Easter. <laughs> It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.